I'm Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And we're the Lost Boys of Pop Culture, and yes, we still believe. Oh, we believe, Eric. We believe. Oh, I believe so hard. Ah, yes. Welcome to the premiere episode of the Lost Boys Pop Culture Podcast about nonsense, Eric. And uh, here's the thing. We have a big podcast. Most people listening to this premiere pilot episode. Yes. If you will, uh, already oh, know no. that we have a DC Comics podcast, the Weird Science DC Comics podcast, which unfortunately for us goes 10 plus hours. And we yeah, were talking today, we, we've been kicking around this idea for this type of podcast uh, for about three hours now. <laughs> well, we mentioned it today. We, we actually, it, this is going up during where we'd usually have our podcast, our regular spotlight. And we were talking this week, and usually we record almost every day of the week. We're, we're kind of slacking off uh, this week. <laughs> and time. I don't know. I'm telling you, we don't have as many books as we usually do in that podcast, and I'm kind of a little burned out. I, I have to admit it. I just don't feel like talking pure comic books yet. So we'll keep that for Saturday night, Eric. Well, we'll be up for 12 hours, and then we'll oh, talk goody. because this is a different podcast that we want to try to put out there, see what people, if people like it or whatnot, where we're going to talk about just about anything that we want to, right? It, it's going to be pop culture stuff, but it's more pop culture stuff that I don't really hear many people talking about in general and just funny stuff, and we can have some yeah. nonsense. Uh, mainly, what uh, what I was telling you is a lot of people come to our regular comic book podcast. I never hear them talk during the week about, you know, oh, man, you guys really <laughs> kicked ass on that Batman review. It's You know what? I like the uh, you yelling at Eric about people shitting their pants and, and stuff like that. Now, I also went against our other rule. I said we weren't going to curse. I don't think I can keep myself from that. I, I really don't i'm gonna try i'm gonna try this is for the masses this is for the masses eric now speaking of that i'll even go uh into this a little bit because i just went downstairs right before we recorded and we did have what i told you was a wild mike's pizza i think it's called i don't even know what that was now we got it at the discount grocery uh so right there spells trouble uh, I had a piece. You mean that place I walk into and there's just popcorn literally yes, across the popcorn floor? popcorn everywhere. And I, I have a stomach ache. I am allergic to garlic, and I believe it had garlic. It had a little tinge of garlic on that pizza. Uh, I went downstairs right before we started, and it seems that my son Rafe has crapped his pants. So yes, indeed, oh he my has. God. He has. It has uh, happened. Yes, Karma. he has crapped his pants. He did say this. Logan, my youngest son, was yelling that it was dripping. Rafe says it was not. I have not had verification of either, but Rafe did. He was with a towel around him and just took a shower. And believe me, that does not happen often. You, you have to have a disaster if he's going to take a shower. So I do believe this or is true. Or out of toilet paper. Yes, or that. <laughs> I think it was both this time, but he did say that. It may be this discount pizza. And it's funny because you have gone to this discount grocery. and they I, have I've these, gone in there twice. You've gone twice, both looking for the same thing. Like they were <laughs> – you were looking for soy sauce both times as if the first time you didn't find it, the second well, time it was going to grow out of the goddamn ground. The first time I went looking, the store had just opened. So, like, when yeah. I went back, and it's been months later. Now, I'm like, no, maybe they're, they're going to stock that shelves with the goddamn. I, I just know there's still fucking popcorn all over I'm the I'm telling you, I right. went there the one day. Uh, now, 
usually in these discount grocery places, you usually tend to try to avoid, say, dairy products, meat, anything with an expiration date, which is most things. Uh, I went looking for sour cream. I went looking for sour cream. And when I went in, I'm looking for it, and they didn't have it, just like your soy sauce. And as I was leaving... I actually thank God they didn't have it because I'm thinking I'm going to get this. I'm going to go home and I'm going to have – I'm going to open it. It's going to have some brown fucking fuzz on it and stuff. There I go cursing. I told you I can't stop. I cannot as stop cursing. As my mother would have told me when I found green mold on the cool whip as a child, just eat around it. Yeah, eat around that. That's what it would look like with the sour cream. Uh, but the, the funny thing about this place is their big way to get you is you go down these aisles and they have like an item. They'll have, uh, you know, Tostitos. Yeah. It says – on the package of Tostitos, the bag of Tostitos says four ninety nine, right? Right. On this little placard that they have, it says other places. This is their big thing to try to push you. Other places seven ninety nine, <laughs> us three ninety nine. So it is a discount. I'm like, you're not fooling me. It says on the bag four ninety nine. There is no place in the right mind that's selling a bag like of Tostitos for seven ninety nine. Like, what so, are they? What are they playing here? I got so angry when I saw that because uh, when we were on the way, Tanya wanted Tostitos, so we had to get Tostitos. We also went to Swan's, Eric. That was where we went first. And people, obviously, they don't know what that means. No, not uh, at all. That is the extra discount grocer say, where that's the original oh discount my god store. this place we went there and we were looking at meat and cheese and, and we me and my uh oldest son here in the house zach said we we agreed that those places you might be able to buy cheese cheese has a good shelf life right. you don't want to buy lunch meat and especially when there's no deli in sight at this place i don't know where this sliced lunch meat <laughs> comes from it really scared me but then when we were at the other discount place where i got my popcorn as I always do. Oh, and we went popcorn and, day. It's good for Yeah, you. well, it was great. We were enjoying it. And then we went over to the meat section. And really, there was meat. And you can see the progression of the, there's the meat package. Then there's a, you can barely see the $1 off sticker. Then there's the two. This was $4 off, something you, that I bought. You've already gone too far I'm, down the side. Uh, oh, I'm telling you. I think that if I would have went up to the the, the cashier she would have given me 50 cents as long as I proved that I could eat this when I go home because I, I really think it was three ninety nine with, Honestly, you know, four fifty off. I think she would try to talk you out of it once yeah, you got up there. Actually, she's, you know, giving me a, a goddamn, you know, you, you buy – the, the meat and also like a trip to the doctor or something. I don't know. It, it looked, this meat was gray and, and it was you have, on you the have shelf. To pay for the meat and then show proof of insurance. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, really. Also, they have a thing in the eyes. You go and it'll say, like, you'll have hot dogs. And these hot dogs legitimately are 25 cents a pack. And it says in a, in a handwritten little thing on, on construction paper, wow. I'm like, wow. And I look, I I'm agree. like, I look, wow. yeah, I'm telling you, I look at the expiration date and that's exactly what I was yelling. And Rafe <laughs> loves it. Then we're even like soup, which soup has a huge shelf. Oh, yeah. It does. The problem is, is they have all the stuff with last year's Super Bowl on it. Now, granted, this has not expired yet. It really hasn't, but people right. seeing last year's Super Bowl, you're gonna tell <laughs> Rafe wanted soup, and he's like, "Yeah, I, I don't think well, that super that I'm Super Bowl's coming gone." This is for people who don't follow football. Yeah, that's that's what would happen. People, oh, Super Bowl, all oh, right, Super Bowl Fifty, all oh, right, I'm in. Because I know when I freaking eat soup, I think of the Super Bowl. Yes, the Super Bowl. Actually, you know I was gonna super grab one. It's like, to, hey. they have 
instant soup. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves split pea soup at the Super Bowl party. <laughs> You're always the most popular guy if you bring the fucking canned clown clam chowder. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, sir. There we go. See, this is what happens. I'm telling my stomach is killing me from this pizza. What kind of guy would bring soup? <laughs> Can you imagine it? Actually, it's almost like I would go in with the soup and I'd treat it like a bottle of wine. I'd like put it on my fucking wrist. Here you go. This is a good vintage. Last year. <laughs> I got it at the discount grocery. You're welcome. Split pea. But yeah, this is what the podcast is all going to be about, Eric. Nonsense and nonsense. Uh, but we're going to start off. Here is the first story that I have. And really, this is going to be set up. We're just going to tell some stories, tell right. a little news, grab some headlines from today's news, Eric, what the kids are talking about down at the rec center, right? Speaking of that, too, if we're going to go all into it. I was working out today, you know, because I'm, I'm trying oh. to keep in shape, Eric, because I, I am a, a I fit fellow. No, I, well. You wouldn't be able to tell because I come home and eat a bag of chips and then eat wings. Uh, and then but, eat discount goddamn soup. And then eat discount meat. That That is actually my plan. My diet plan, I eat discount meat, throw it up, and then have worms that take yeah. care of all the food I eat. Uh, we were at the gym. I got done. I go down to get uh, Rafe and Logan in the uh, basketball gym. So I go in. I walk in. As I'm telling this is not a lie, I open up the door and I got hit in the face with a basketball, dropped my freaking tablet, and I look up, and there's these kids. These kids are laughing, and then I, I'm staring them down. I was so mad. I thought they broke my nose, and I'm staring them down. I'm like, huh. All of a sudden, you're Marsha Brady? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my nose. And then next thing you know, Joe Namath shows up. I yelled at these <laughs> kids. I'm like, what's going on? And there, the place was packed, too. And uh, they're like, oh, <laughs> sorry. And I, I was so angry. I'm like, yeah, it sounds like it. And I was, I was so mad. If they would have broken that laptop, I would have smacked them on. I was so angry. But now, yeah, how so, old were these kids? Probably about 14, 15, okay, something like that. Okay, they weren't afraid so, of you because they were taller than you. I yeah, got you. Yeah, actually, most of them were. You know, the, they were it's like <laughs> five of them all laughing. Oh, I was, I was mad. Uh, you okay yes. there, little guy? Yeah, I was mad. That's down at the rec center. They're all laughing. Yeah, I'll go to that rec center. I'm telling you, I want it to be an 80s movie where the, the freaking evil contractor's gonna tear down that goddamn rec center and I'll help them. These kids. And really, they have this after-school program there. And because Rafe and Logan go when I work out, they shoot baskets. These other kids are there for this after-school thing. They roam the halls like it's the fucking warriors. I'm telling you, clinking bottles and shit. They, they are in gangs just roaming the halls of this YMCA. And I see the YMCA has really gone downhill. I'm telling you, I see these. Well, it's because uh, certain grades, I believe the whole middle school is allowed to go there free. Uh, kids in the middle school, because it's right next to it, they yeah. actually have a thing where they can go free. I guess they're hoping that their parents then would join or, or whatnot. It's pandemonium. I'm, I'm telling you, they are, they are taking it over. Uh, you have probably three what, counselors. Go work out, all of a sudden, it was Escape from New York. Yeah. It's all of a sudden you're trying to fight your way out. It's like the road. Uh, they they have these counselors that walk around. They don't care. They just keep going like, hey kids, you're not allowed to walk around here. The kids just hey kids, like, stay off drugs. F off. It's this one guy. I I don't know. 
The guy looks like that McGregor UFC guy. He looks like a tough guy. Uh, he's, he won't say anything to them. He just I see him all the time. You know who I'm talking about? That that big UFC guy. I know you're a huge uh, I got an idea. UFC I don't really fan. Follow UFC all that much. <laughs> and that much. Uh, yeah, he won't do anything, and I get. I, mad. I get constant updates every Saturday on Facebook from my buddy Feldman who yeah, watches yeah, all yeah, the your fights. Yeah, your buddy does time. all the fights, right? Yeah, I'm not that big enough. I was into the uh, tough man deal way way back yeah. uh where me and my buddy brett would get those pay-per-views but those were fun because sometimes you'd have guys that look like they just came off the street there, there actually was one year that a so guy it's showed like the up movie to Invincible fight just with yeah the fucking tough it guy was this guy showed up i swear to god this is how i remember it the guy showed up to one of these things in a, a dockers fucking shorts like cargo pants and, and a button-up shirt and he's fighting he got he got stomped uh but that was good eric but here is the first thing we're going to talk about uh ringling brothers circus now they claim it as ringling brothers now i don't know when barnum and bailey bailed uh but i think it's all Once still the animals the same. left they were yeah gone. really maybe they were the animal part but ringling brothers circus folding up its tent you like that headline I, I I don't like the I, everywhere I saw this story it was they're closing their doors. It's a tent, Eric. The the circus were, comes to town in a tent. I was gonna put the flaps, but I was afraid nobody would know what I meant. So they're folding up that tent, Eric. That it's done. Yeah, you, you've been camping in a tent, right? Oh, not by choice, but yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, at the end, you fold up that tent. I could never put a tent up, but yes, the Ringling Brothers Circus no, is closing I could never, down. I could put a tent up. I could never fold it back. You could to never the way fold it, it back originally. down. You just shove it in that box that it comes in. The Ringling Brothers Circus closing down after more than 100 years in operation, according to a press release from Feld Entertainment, which has owned the circus for the last 50 years. Uh, I have made the difficult business decision that Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey will hold its final performances in May of this year, CEO Kenneth Feld said. Now, do you think Kenneth is upset that he had the bad luck to be the goddamn CEO of when it closes. Like, all these years, over 100 years, this thing's oh, yeah. been going. I'm you, I always think about when I hear about these guys who, like, you know, they ha- there's this long-standing company, and they fr- finally close the doors, fold up the tent, whatever they do. Yeah. I'm like, does that guy just think he's a failure? The rest yeah, of his life, he does must. he commit suicide after yeah, he this? Pro- well, first off, I really wish that there was a video to this, because I would really hope that Kenneth Feld has an outfit that would be like the ringmaster outfit that was oh, yeah. in Joe Pesci wore in uh, My Cousin Vinny. That's what that coat, you would expect him to be wearing that during this this announcement, right? But I, I, I agree. I just want a clown crying behind him. Somebody, well, yeah, a sad clown. Uh, such a sad clown. Art. This, uh, Kenneth Feld better be on Suicide Watch, though. I don't, and really, he's saying this, that they're closing this up, and I thought to myself, does this mean the whole company's done, or is there somehow that the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey continues as an entity with oh, just no, no. like not, him not and one other guy? No, yeah, well, no. When he announced it, Barnum and Bailey suddenly arrived to the party. Here, <laughs> they're back to the party. But he says. High operating costs and the decline of ticket sales made the circus an unsustainable business for the company. So here's the other thing is, like they, I said, they, they're Feld Entertainment. They must have other things. But this was a big thing. To me, even when I grew up in the 70s and 80s, the circus still was a pretty big thing. And, uh, you know, it wasn't until 
I don't know what, 10 years ago that I, I started hearing people complain about the cruelty to animals and the oh, yeah, animal treatment big, and things like, like 10, that. 15 years ago. And it became so big. And then he says, he goes on, after transitioning, uh, the transition of the elephants off the road, we saw an even more dramatic drop in ticket sales, Feld said, before Turns taking the final everybody bow. Everybody wanted to see the elephants. Yeah, Make well, before, ta- I'll get into that. Before taking the final bow, the Ringling Brothers will perform 30 shows across the United States between now and May. Now, I will tell you, when I looked at the story because i heard about this the other day uh when i went to follow up on the story for this i did see that almost all those performances are sold out and they're adding some so now i'm starting to smell a rat eric i'm smelling something a little fishy <laughs> this is all here ploy. i'm you know telling what? you turns out the circus is back baby yeah the circus is back in town now obviously the <laughs> circus <laughs> the circus would have been a big thing when i was a kid eric when i was going down to the uh, general store to get feed for pa uh, oh, yeah. We would always see the the circus, the uh, the banner, the poster, and oh, that's yeah. when I would know that the the train would come into town, and we'd see all that. <laughs> I'm not that old, but really, the the whole thing has become way outdated, even without the cruelty to animals, which I, I love. I am a huge elephant fan. And even even when I would go in our area, we go to Philadelphia Zoo. I love the zoo. My kids would tell you that's one of my favorite places. I go to the zoo, and then I sit there. And the one time I was there with Rafe, and I said, look, you look in these elephants' eyes, and you just see a sad soul. And then Rafe reminded me, we were in the bathroom, Eric. I was looking in the mirror. And uh, so then we went. But they, they took away they took away the elephants in the, the Philadelphia Zoo at a point as well. And it kind of upset me. But elephants just it's not that sort of environment that they can be in and i love them yeah Uh, on the road yeah on the road but i'm telling you i might be awful without a soul i you you have to have these elephants and all these animals that's that's the circus i need i need a circus with guys spitting fire Uh, to me the circus in my head is like part you know sideshow and all this crazy shit but uh the 1950s called they want their circus back yeah that's the circus i want and you don't have that and plus you say sideshow though i think freak show so maybe that's what i think i'm telling you there there's guys going around swallowing swords and other trinkets uh, but the, the problem is, is nowadays kids can just, you could go right now and look up and probably see a shark fighting a goddamn gorilla on YouTube. Oh, Who saying, wants I, to go I see a lion? I night looking up animal yeah, fights like that's that. That's what one. I'm saying. You, you go and see that. You look up, you know, uh, mongoose fights cobra and you're going to see some kid's third birthday in India. That's what you get. Maybe even in West Virginia. I'm not sure. But the the thing is, kids, this sort of thing is so outdated. But even when I was a kid, it was so huge. Now, I will tell you, I think one of the reasons ticket sales have gone down, I told you, I went to at least two Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey circuses for school trips when I was growing up. And you said that was not a school trip even as far as when you went, right? No, no. I, I went to school in the late eighties, early nineties, yeah. uh, throughout the nineties actually. So yeah. no, there was no school and trips to the Ringling Brothers. Twice we went and after your deal is when it really hit hard for the animal cruelty stuff. So no school in their right mind is going to take kids to something that any parent might complain. And fucking parents complain all the time now. Nobody needs that shit. I remember I went and told my dad, hey, dad, we're going to see the, you know, the Ringling Brothers Circus for the, the school trip. And all he wanted was his cigarettes and me to change the channel. He Grow didn't up, care. Jimmy. <laughs> he didn't care. Uh, but I remember I was so into it because I really – 
at, at points in my life as a real little kid, I always wanted to run a circus. I thought they were the coolest sounding things. And really, my only things that I ever had experience with a circus would be in stories. Huh, they would have been in stories, though. And, and whenever a circus is in a story, now I wasn't reading screwed up crap that you read. The, <laughs> the circus would come to town, and I'm telling you, the, the whole world lightened up. So when I would hear this, we were going to go to the circus. I was so excited. And we went in, we sat down, and then the freaking thing pulled around. And it, I, it was too much for me. I couldn't take it. Uh, the three rings. For you? Yeah, and I'm, I'm telling you, they, they say, like, oh, the three rings. I didn't even get my stupid head that there'd be three separate things going on. And, they, you know, the guy's yelling, oh, yeah. hey, in the, in the center ring. I, I didn't know what was going on. Then I see a guy on stilts and shit. And, I got, and also, the sensory overload is the perfect thing to say because what I really had was the smell of animal shit in my, in my mouth and my fucking nose. I'll tell you, though, I'm, my took me to the Ringling Brothers Circus when I was a kid just one time. And I think, because I don't remember any acts at that show... I just remember walking through like, you know, like a tent corridor away from the yeah. freaking like the uh, bleachers and whatnot and smelling that smell and being afraid yeah. and scared for my goddamn yeah. life. Yeah, this I actually all got I remember, sick to my stomach. After this, she didn't take me again. I don't think she ever did anything with me again after that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I got to get rid of you. Uh, the, the other thing, though, you're sitting there and again, we talked about popcorn earlier. You had the popcorn. Oh, yeah. All I could smell was shit. All I could smell was animal like, and probably the the biggest culprit, those goddamn fucking elephants. Fucking elephant clowns, shit. Oh me, right? my god, yeah, too. They just pull their pants down and take a dump. Uh, but yeah, later the on we even went. That, now twice we went to the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey thing. Another time later, I believe, like eighth grade or so, we went to a Shriners. Uh, uh, circus, and that was even worse. And the, really, that did was. Drive around in little cars in that. They did that, but there was some animals, and really, it was like these animals look like they had just been beaten the shit out of. It. I mean, it was sad. And when we sat down ahead of us, there were two rows, and this is very politically incorrect, but there were two rows of severely retarded kids, oh. and they were just making so much noise. And again, now I'm fucking sensory overload again, and I just, now I, I'm. Just I'm I'm done. To circuses for the rest of and, my life. Yeah, and not one time did any of my kids ever, ever ask to go to the circus. They just didn't. And again, we're also we're avoiding like the trapeze artists and, and stuff like that. But well, again, I, we're getting rid of the elephants. We're talking about what other animals does a circus have? The lions. They have those lions. You know, they have the lion tamer. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I believe I didn't at know points. If they still had this. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm telling you circus, what I did. I think I bailed. Yeah, I'm telling you when I when I did it, there was also like the ladies who stand on the horses and fucking with those weapons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Woo woo! They're doing that, and I don't know. You might have. I, a, I think my biggest like uh, idea of what a circus is is from Big Top Pee Wee and the movie Dumbo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have, you have monkeys and stuff like that, and maybe a gorilla. I don't know. Maybe. It's weird because, again, I love the zoo, and then all of a sudden you're there at the circus, and they're, they're doing things, and I, I don't – I didn't like it. I they're didn't. But this, at least, at least from my, my childhood, my we, we still have some of the things from my childhood, like vaudeville. That's still a thing, right? Oh, yeah, that's still yeah, a vaudeville. Thing. The, the uh, talkies, they still have those? The, the, yeah, talkies. the talkies are still about, the, brother. The picture show you go to. But no, okay, the well, other things when we, that... When we what? talk about DC Comics, though, in our big podcast, we have argued back and forth for a... I don't even know argued. Just talked about it for a long time now where... 
They should have done something at some point, like during the New 52 when they rebooted the DC Universe yeah. with Dick Grayson's backstory because there is no way that people no. all over the country hear Dick Grayson. Oh, yeah. my God, you were part of the Flying Graysons yeah. at Trapeze and, now, and as you're saying, you're not saying about like somebody's there like, I knew his background. You're not talking about us people reading no. you're talking about the characters in the book that everywhere he goes like you said hey i'm dick grayson you mean from the flying graysons the most famous trapeze artist of all time i said well there's been times on the podcast when we're talking and i say you name number one trapeze artist now and you're like i couldn't you know, name the ever flying smiths yeah, the flying walindas are the only ones that you would even come up with and they did crazy shit and that was probably the fucking 50s I'm saying it Nonsense. made sense for his character back in the 40s when he was created, but well, nowadays, well, like, here you go. Is Hooray. with this really? There's still going to be circuses around. There, there is a circus that unfortunately comes to town in our town at the flea market, and that's another one that that's where yeah. people's souls go the last to die. Time I saw that, and the giraffe died there. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. And when they do have that, there are more protesters outside than people going to watch it. It's uh, actually the a, most fun. I I have just standing outside of it when I go to the flea market. I yeah. just go for that just to watch people yeah, yeah. react. I saw people get arrested uh, a year ago, I think. They got hauled off by the police because they were causing too much trouble. Uh, but, yeah, I think that at some point, Dick Grayson, you almost will have to change his back backstory and his origin. Not because it's I – like, I like it. As an origin, you're going to get to a point where – New readers won't even know what a circus is no. with this stuff going down. And even you, so, you have any time in – say, going down, a select few shows. So let's see how much the money – Yeah, I know. This. Yeah, I'll be doing that. But uh, the other thing I, I said, I had a little note here where there's a couple other things that I think will be going down soon that I really liked as a kid. And one of them that I love was the Harlem Globetrotters. Blockbuster video. Blockbuster videos gone, Eric. We used to like to peruse, the, culture, peruse the, the goddamn thing. I'd look at all the covers. That's the weirdest thing. Sometimes we talk about stuff and we'll talk about a movie and the way we remember the movie, each of us, is to remember what the cover was. And I'll be like, yep. isn't that the cover with the guy and the, the, you know, the Roman? Yep, that's it. And then we remember it. But yeah, the Harlem Globetrotters are a thing that when I was a kid also went to a school trip to see them as well. Yeah, but that was I not a thing it. when I was a kid. No, either. and I love them. And I really, I haven't seen them in years upon years, but I, it just, the nowadays with the NBA being you know pretty much spectacular on its own you don't really need the harlem globetrotters there's not a lot of set shots so you're going on the in the harlem nba globetrotters are out but the generals they're the big big the new generals thing, right? they are in no but the problem is <laughs> i would say that the harlem globetrotters have one chance eric because you know what throwing a bucket and it being confetti instead of water never gets old now, <laughs> it never gets old yeah, well, there were, that's the thing. That's why I think of the Harlem Globetrotters when I think of the circuit because they are a very big spectacle and all that. Those generals, Eric, they just can't win. I, I love the one time when Homer bet on the generals. <laughs> he thought it was their time. Uh, but here's the, here's the next one. There's another story that kind of uh, is something that is from our youth. Actually, anybody who's listened to this, it's from their youth because it's been around for so long. Uh, another thing that I hate, but Hasbro, uh, the company, the game company, is letting yeah. Internet trolls pick new Monopoly pieces, I said, Eric. Internet trolls. 
Game and toy company Hasbro has announced the changing of the pieces in the classic game about money, Monopoly. This new version of the game will be put up to vote, internet vote, to decide which pieces should stay and which pieces should go. New pieces will be voted in then, and a new version of the game will be released. Uh, back in 2013, game maker Hasbro ditched the iron token, Eric. The iron. Do you remember the, the iron? iron? Oh, yes. Yeah, and replaced it with a cat. <laughs> cat. But we already have a little Scottish Terrier. Yeah, well, we're going to get to that. I'm going to have you name all the pieces they've ever had. We'll see how many you get. As chosen by a Facebook vote at that point, Hasbro is once again turning to the wisdom of the Internet and for a simple way to drum up interest in an old-school board game. Gamers can visit the the Vote Monopoly site and choose from more than 50 new options, the old tokens including the thimble. What if that's a hashtag? I'll kill somebody. But there is. There's an oh emoji. There's all these things. There, there's robots. There's a T-Rex that's pretty cool. I don't know how it goes. If you with give me one of those like 50s Japanese robots, I'll be happy with that. That might be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, that's kind of. It actually looks like almost like a 1950s toy robot. That's, that a that's kid exactly would what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. They, they do have that. And actually, when the cat was voted in, I believe that robot was one of the options, and it didn't work. At that point, there was a helicopter. I'm telling you, you go to their site. And you will see some crazy stuff. Of course, a cell phone, a hashtag, like I said. Just nonsense. It really is nonsense. But all the old ones are back on the table, even ones that have been retired, I believe. Uh, I'll tell you right away, I hate Monopoly. I've never liked Monopoly. It's the most boring game ever. It is like the worst game ever, but it's the game that everybody has played, and few people have actually played till the end, in my mind at least. There's probably people out there that just love it. I hate it. I was always the banker. I cheated every time I played it, and I cheated with, you know, no shame in my game. I would have money in my pocket underneath the deal now i did see there's some funny history things about monopoly that i think we might touch on if we ever if me and reggie ever do that history podcast there was actually a point where the the brits would get monopoly and send it to the uh, prisoners of war that were camp you know in the prison camps yeah. in germany the nazi prison camps and actually would have like weapons and shit in there and craziness uh be- but because the germans didn't know anything really about the monopoly game i guess they thought like, they didn't look through it, or they thought that this was Seriously, the game Seriously, these are piece. bad guards. Oh, they're like, oh, I guess you're going to pick the piece, the knife. It's so nonsense. Uh, I did say to you earlier before we were talking that when I was a kid, I used to, in my head, think that these the uh, pieces were actually made later, that when they originally had the game, the things were, they would use shit from around the house. So that's why you'd have a thimble, right? Or right. maybe even a huge top hat. Uh, but then there's some that really don't fit that would be oh, around the house that you would use. dog and sit on yeah, my game board. dog. Yeah, there you go. You put the dog on there. But I'm going to tell you, up until now, I believe I said there's been 15 pieces. Now, oh, some of these are retired. 1, 2, right. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Yep, 15 pieces. Can you name them all, Eric? Go. And these these are the retired pieces. Before I even say, no, these aren't all retired because you can still vote these back in. Like I'm but telling right, you, we but already right now mentioned they're retired. What is well, I, I don't know what they would consider them. Because one, like, say the top hat. That's my favorite. What's your favorite? My favorite was always the race car. Oh, that, you're you're ridiculous. The but top I, hat to me. The top hat is the one you pick because the top hat reminds you of the Monopoly man. So if you're you're a one step I up. never liked the Monopoly to man. To me the, but he runs the the show. 
So if a I hobo in my can mind, have a top hat. He no, he doesn't. What's car? a hobo going to do with the top hat? Make his hobo chili in it? The, the yeah, top right. hat to me, you would you pick the top hat, and somehow that Monopoly man would give you a wink, and you. Then again, I was the banker, so I had all the benefits. All so of a sudden, I did the power get extra of the Monopoly money. Monopoly man you? That's right. He it did compel me. I didn't go to jail, Eric. I didn't fucking pass go. I'm telling. you're a cheater. You I pass hate. Go. I that's, hate. That's what you want to do. I I just who needed that? You get two hundred bucks or whatever. I already have all the money. I, I hated Monopoly, and I have played it with my kids. They have Monopoly Junior. I don't care. And also, I just I just want to say, Hasbro is making this in a way so hey, you get to pick the pieces. People are gonna love the game. Pieces are hardly the problem with this <laughs> game. The game is just boring. It really is, and I just. Everybody in my house ended up hating it. We'd get it. I'd always tell them, please don't buy this game. We're not going to finish one freaking game. And then they'd get it, and they'd, they'd bail. They, they don't even care about the concept anymore. Now, the big question I want to know is, when did it stop being Parker Brothers and become Hasbro? I don't know. They must have bought it. They must have bought it out. I don't That's know. Maybe Parker Brothers. I, I, I would say, on. actually, I would say that probably Parker Brothers doesn't even exist anymore. I'm sure Hasbro oh, must have bought it. But name. Well, yeah, so like you said your brothers. favorite. Your favorite. Yeah, Barnum and Bailey and fucking Parker Brothers. They're all hanging out of the bar, ready to shoot themselves. What? It, so you said the. The uh, race car is your favorite. Mine yeah. is the top hat. So there's two that you already know of. Name some more, Aaron. A gun. A gun is not one of them. No. Goddamn. For some reason, well, in my mind, there was a wait, gun at some point wait. when I was a kid. You think a gun? Should I say that there was a cannon? Oh, is that what was, you mean? Yeah, no, cannon was one of the pieces I had as a kid. Yes, cannon uh, is. There's, is there's I didn't. Dog. There's no handgun that you have in this. You have the dog. What kind of dog? It's a Scottish Terrier. It's a Scotty. So what else do you have? I already told you what they added later. A battleship. There is a battleship, but that's not what I was going to talk. And that's the battleship is the one that I thought, like, as I'm sitting there pulling out the pieces, I'm like, oh, yeah, they just grab ship from around the house. And the battleship, yeah, that, does, <laughs> that doesn't make much sense. Uh, See, my second favorite. They got favorite, the battleship you, from the game battleship and just put it on the board. Yeah, just put it on there. Now, my second favorite you have not mentioned yet, and it does remind me of a hobo. Oh, the boot. Yeah, they they call it a shoe, but the boot was always my my second favorite. Go on. Why, why the shoe? It reminds me of a hobo. It's your second favorite. You want to like take on the freaking power of the monopoly, man? But you want a freaking rat. Yeah, because boot. then once I have the top hat, I control the hobos, and they're so, my army now. They can do what I want like them to. Nineteen hobo in my yeah, mind. and really to me, I like I have the top hat. I'm in the club now with Mr. Monopoly, man. There might we as well are, be a freaking flag. We're going to the Brown the Derby, Eric. Me and him are going to the Brown Derby for stakes. The shoe is as I'm walking, I see a hobo. And I grab his shoe while he's sleeping, and we laugh, and we head to the Brown Derby and fucking throw the shoe in the garbage. I like that shoe. What, what else? A cigar. No. Cigar? I was just thinking. <laughs> you made me think, and now you're laughing with cigars no. as you steal hobo shoes. Yeah, no, no, no. There's no more hobo-related things unless you think, maybe. But one's <laughs> one I do not remember at all, and I, I, my grandmother had a very old... Uh, Monopoly game, and it had a lot of the old retired stuff, and yeah. then before, and they had it since like 1958. And the one time we went to play, I I don't even think I think I just opened it because it looked old. And my cousin Ronnie came in and stole every piece, and then I was to blame, like I always was at my grandmother's house. Uh, but yeah, uh, keep going. What else do you think? Thimble. Thimble is that's that's probably to me one of the you know top three thimble. 
I agree. For some reason, that is a universal staple. Everybody knows the thimble. Go. We have a couple. Uh, Purse. Purse. Purse was retired way back, but yes, purse. Keep going. Are are you done? Okay. You also have the Canon. You said the race car. Purse. Rocking horse. Do you remember that? I kind of remember. My grandmother's had, I I think my grandmother's had the rocking horse. Uh, Lantern. Do you remember that? No, I that? do not remember that. I don't either. Wheelbarrow. I do remember the wheelbarrow. I do. Horse and rider. Nope. Nope. And sack of money. And also cat. The cat was added a couple years ago. Sack of money. I don't recall the sack of money no. at all. Why Wasn't would I have to do anything if I already have a sack, sack of, of money? I don't know. That's just your piece. But yeah, top hat. Top hat's number one, Eric. That is number one. But that is that. The next story is a it's a comic related one, but something we don't get to talk about on the podcast. We don't uh, talk about TV or movie stuff. I believe this was just announced today, right? I believe so. Yeah, The Rock's Black Adam is getting a spinoff, a spinoff movie. Although the DC film Shazam is still two years away from its planned release, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's Black Adam is already said to be spinning off into a follow-up movie according to Deadline. This unconfirmed report comes just one week after Johnson's heavily publicized meeting with DC Films co-head Jeff Johns and others at their Burbank offices. Were you aware that The Rock was in town, Eric? The Rock was heading off to see Jeff Johns. He was in Quaker Town? He smelled what Jeff Johns was cooking. Were you aware of this? This was the no, heavily was publicized meeting. I, I don't know that we really pay that much attention to this sort of thing. So maybe other people do. Uh, that was, but yeah, they're going to have a follow-up Black Adam spinoff. Very odd, but a, well, a honestly, current article. When I first heard about the story today. I actually got worried because for some reason I forgot about the like the uh, planned Shazam flick. Yeah. So when we talked about just the Black Adam flick, I thought that's what we were getting alone. I'm like. Wow, yeah. that's a that's a tough well, choice. Well, it's, it's right weird. There. It's like all of a sudden the Rock's like, "Look, this is gonna be my movie and my movie alone." Shit, okay, Rock. And a concurrent article from the Hollywood Reporter adds to this, saying that this purported Black Adam film will be developed simultaneously with the Shazam film. Earth to Echo screenwriter Henry Gaden is reportedly writing the Shazam script, and Shazam is currently scheduled for release sometimes in 2019. This is very odd. It's so odd. This head of the game to already have a spinoff but it is i i believe what it was probably to me was the rocks people probably pushed them into it i really oh, do I, think I that they said thing. listen they be because the they said that he has really been attached to this whole project one site said since 2008 and that seems a lot i don't think that that's completely that seems way off he yeah. may have been like an unknown film at that point um we thought he was going to be shazam and then it came out that he's Black Adam. He's a huge star. I was star. happy because I'm like, he looks way more like yeah, Black he Adam does. than Shazam. And like. he's a huge star. And I, I think that this is one of those, like, hey, if you want him to keep going with this, you know, we're, you're going to have to up the ante. So Pony they figured up, out baby. they do. Yeah, I, I do think that that might be the case. Um, it's weird, though. I, I also was reading another article about this from a site that isn't a comic site at all. It was just like a, a normal news site. And it was weird because every time they started talking about The Rock's character, it just kept saying Adam. And it, it threw me off for some reason. Well, he didn't say Teth Adam. Yeah, no, it just said, uh, it just, why not just keep saying Black Adam? And it's just like, 
when when the atom comes out, or yeah, it just seemed weird to me. But yeah, they they claim that it's going to be a story where the uh, Black Adam. It's more of his thing, like in the comics where yeah. he's protecting his people and, and things like that. I imagine that. it's him be... becoming the ruler of Kandak. Yeah, I that's what honestly, it'll be. It's, it's it's in my mind, it is the Scorpion King with Black Adam. Yeah, it will be. He'll he'll be protecting Kandak from some evil that he'll you know fight off uh, to make him the you know an anti-hero type yeah. of deal. Uh, it's not that bad though, right? I, I, I'll watch it. Like you I said, Black here's Adam the deal. I like the the mummy movies, and I yeah. like the Scorpion King movie too. So do that, I. That's one of, uh, that is actually, is it a guilty pleasure? The mummy movies now. Uh, kind of once it's you get a, towards the actually once you get to the Mummy Returns with the Rock, it, it gets kind yeah, of guilty. I, I'm telling you, I'm saying even now that those movies are not looked back at, you know, fondly. That people don't sit there and wax poetic about the Mummy movies. Uh, but yeah, I like. I was just doing it the other day. No, well, I, you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about normal people. I I went to see the Mummy in the theater with a bunch of people, and my buddy Jay came out and really started screaming that that movie was the biggest piece of shit he's ever seen. I didn't even wow. say anything. I thought to myself, I, I kind of had some fun. Like I, I'm telling you, I love. I told you, and everybody should know. I love the Indiana Jones movies, and Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark is probably my number one movie. And after those movies, I desperately wanted anything to get close. And unfortunately, I guess maybe it's a sad state of affairs. The Mummy gets pretty goddamn not close, but it's as close as it's going to get. uh, Crystal Skull. Yeah, that's oh yeah, and they are as close as you're going to get. I I'll lump National Treasure movies into that same thing, and I'd probably put them slightly ahead. But with the whole just you know swashbuckling and in the desert stuff, I, I think the mummies are really good. I wouldn't even mind having a podcast talking about the mummy movies, Eric. What do you think of that? Oh yeah, you want you want to talk about the mummy? What is it? Freaking uh, Kingdom of the, I, I'm going to say Crystal Skull. No, the Dragon Emperor. <laughs> no, uh, that's not included. Just the mummy. We'll talk about the first movie. Then again, we did no, right, say... No Weiss, no we, dice. No, 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 no Weiss, no dice, baby. We said before at one point we were going to have an 80s podcast. We were going right. to do this, and we were going to start with our top five movies. And this was just going to be me and you. We ended up doing it with Reggie for Just for the Hell of It podcast. Yeah. But originally it was going to be its own 80s strike back thing. We wanted to set the ground with this top five movies. We ended up talking two movies, I believe, and it was over two and a half hours long already. It was yeah. nonsense. Uh, your number, your number Gremlins. five movie was Gremlins. We may have gone into more detail about <laughs> Gremlins. I have to find that file. Maybe we'll just oh, release God. it sometime. We may have gone into more detail about Gremlins just, just than anybody. Just put this out as a podcast. You take out oh, the number five spot, everything to do with the top five, and just like we, two great we movies talk- to listen to. We may have talked two and a half hours just Gremlins. It was nonsense. Just talking about I, fucking I Rock and Gremlins Ricky. and Bloodsport that night. That Bloodsport was the second one, which again, I'm going into every montage and explaining <laughs> everything. It was fucking nonsense. Uh, yes, but Eric, we are going to try to do this, you know, regularly and we're going to try to come up with segments. And one of the segments that you came up with two seconds before we did yep. this was the what you talking about Willis segment. What you talking about, Willis? Ah, uh, yes. What you talking about? Well, let's hear that one more time, Eric. I love that. You you love what you're talking about, Willis, right? Of course. What you talking about, Willis? 
Which is John Bowers. Ah, uh, yes. And origi- originally, originally we were going to do something along these lines when we did our written reviews on our website, where if we saw something that was so totally ridiculous, <laughs> we'd we have a little. Crazy, I think there. I think about, yeah, I think there are two reviews probably out there. One of each of us that actually have Arnold in his thing. What you talk about, I, DC? I, I might have had four. I don't know okay. anymore. I, I think I just had one. But <laughs> this is going to be a segment on here when we find something so crazy. And this popped up out of nowhere. Uh, you had sent it to me, and it was trending on Twitter and all this. So some people probably have seen it, but if not, uh, it is Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice, a huge Hall of Famer, one of the best oh, yeah. football players of all time, Eric. Some say the best. Best receiver, easily, of all time. Uh, he has a new commercial, and, and it's the Super Bowl is coming up. We have a couple weeks till yeah. the Super Bowl, so you're going to start seeing these commercials. This one I do not think will air during the Super Bowl, Eric, because people went ballistic over it and, and it's it is ridiculous the, yeah it's the jerry rice pop uh, popeyes wing ovations commercial and he stars in a new popeyes commercial called popeyes wing ovations with jerry rice that has angered some people who think it perpetuates the black people love chicken stereotype you know what stereotype i like everybody loves chicken air how about you i love that chicken you know what chicken i don't like Popeyes. That spice gives me diarrhea. It it but does you, every you like time. It initially. Well, I I do, and that also Popeyes open up in our town. Everybody, probably since I've been a kid, has been begging. I, I don't know who you beg for a company to come into town. The fast but if you food could, gods. That's who. They, but you you pray to the fast food gods with maybe a fast food dance that goes like this, <laughs> something like that. There. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They want KFC. KFC has been something that I want Long John Silver's in town. I'm on the minority. Most people want KFC. So all of a sudden there was word that a a fried chicken place was coming into town. And then when they said Popeye's, I was like, I am not down with that. I have told you the story before. I had only gone to Popeye's once. I ordered the, I don't know, it was some special fish. And I kept begging the lady who was at the counter, please don't give me catfish because they had catfish too. There were two specials. One was like, I don't even know what it was. Trout. I don't know. Fucking sardines. But I didn't want catfish. And they gave me catfish. And then the lady claimed that I, I ordered catfish. It was a disaster. So they, they had Popeyes came in. And well, I'm telling you, I had never had Popeyes. Before yeah. this opened up here, the only connection I had to Popeyes was that movie with Adam Sandler, Little Nicky, yeah. where they say, yep. Popeyes chicken is the fucking shit. Popeyes chicken is the fucking shit. That is the only, that's the first yes. time I even heard of a Popeyes chicken. Yeah, and I've heard of Popeyes. Me. Yeah, I, it actually, I think that it is an intriguing place. Uh, the problem is, my wife went there the first night, and you know, anything that hits Quaker Town, we're very simple folk oh in my town. God. So anything that opened, you could open legitimately Jim's shit sandwich shop, and for the first <laughs> week or so, you will not be able to get anywhere near it. So it was jammed. Uh, remember when they opened up the, the, uh, the Taco Bell and the way it is without much of a drive-through, it was like blocking up the main highway and oh, shit. Not it was only that, awful. what the heck was that? What's that place that has all the commercials all the time, but for the uh, drinks? Popeyes. There's two guys sitting in the car. Oh yeah, Sonic. 
when they Sonic, had that. When they, yeah. when they opened up the Sonic, it was pandemonium yeah. in yeah. the streets. It was. The, I, people I were running around setting fires to get go. to that place. Yeah, it was crazy. Well, when Popeye's first opened, it was crazy as well. And they opened it up in a building that was the McDonald's when we were kids and yeah. never really changed anything about it. So they have a drive through where you go through and it's sm- it's too small cars. for some cars. I'm telling you, there has to be cars that got stuck in this, this drive through because it's so old. Oh, no, that's but, Sebastian, because last time I went through there, I was looking at the side wall on the right-hand side. It is all scraped up. Yeah, it, is it has to be. It, it is not big enough for cars nowadays. This thing was there 40 years ago, and they didn't change it. Uh, but Tanya went, and the problem was people weren't going through the drive-thru. They were going, and she went through the drive-thru. It was pandemonium. She ended up getting a bucket of chicken. Somehow they fucked up, gave us three buckets of chicken, and that was not going to go to waste, Eric. And I ate so much you chicken. You don't get buckets there, Jim. You get uh, freaking whatever. boxes of chicken. Yeah, the boxes. Whatever you get. It, we got three. The I'm telling, is a staple was, of the colonel. You will I not know. besmirch the name I of the colonel. I love that. We said at one point that is probably the best thing that you could get any sort of fast food in. Is oh, that I agree. I'm telling you, that was the best so time cool. of my childhood was getting a bucket yeah. of chicken because yeah. it just amazed me that it came in a fucking yeah, bucket. Yeah, bucket. It's great. Then you wear it as a hat, play some yeah. guitar, Eric. Play guitar. <laughs> Bucket start, head. Start playing for Guns and Roses. Start crazy. playing for Guns and Roses at that point, then get kicked down. But no, I ate so much that night. I, I'm telling you, they gave us so much. They messed up. They gave it to us, and I got so sick. And I didn't eat there for a while. And I went back for lunch. They had some deal like the the tackle box, and I was really enjoying that for a week or so, and then that went away. Uh, but now back to Jerry Rice, Aaron. I oh, love Jerry, Jerry Rice. He's so great. And he has a commercial where people are going nuts. I'm going to play the commercial. Really, look up Popeye's Wing of Asians. Actually, look up Jerry Rice Jerry Popeyes, Rice, Popeyes and you'll see yeah, this. I don't have so much problem with it. It is ridiculous, though. Here it is, Eric. Jerry just now, winked at me. we all know football is better with Popeye's, right, Andy? That's right, Mike. What if I told you there's an even better it way is. to enjoy your favorite yeah. game time snack? Better than having soup at the goddamn Super Bowl. Split pig. It's your football watching, wing eating experience. Now I don't know about you, Annie, but football legend and wing aficionado Jerry Rice and I like to eat. <laughs> you hear that crunch? And play catch at the same time. You didn't know that Jerry Rice was the wing aficionado. Now I did not. I'll pause it now. And at this moment in the commercial, Jerry Rice is wearing a football helmet where the bar. The, you know, the protective face mask oh, yeah. bar actually has a wing on it that is twirling at his oh, mouth. It's yeah, it's rotating so that as you play football, he can still eat his chicken wings. See, I can kind of see. I don't see. see it as playing football. It's just the helmet you wear during the game. You sit there and you eat it with hands free. Hey, they throw a football to him, Eric. So I'm yeah, telling sometimes you. Sometimes you want to play when you like him at halftime or something I'm, like that. I know. I get the idea that these people who, they, like I said, they said that it, uh, it pulls out the black people love chicken stereotype. He, Jerry Rice, is just a guy who likes wings, Eric. He yeah. wants to eat wings. He's got a helmet. It's hands-free eating, right? Hey, hey, Jerry Rice, you want to start a Popeye's commercial for a bunch of money? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll do it. Did you ever, when you eat wings, do you ever just chomp into the wing? Do you ever just, like, go to town, like, not really look at it or pull it apart? I pull it apart. I cannot stand the the idea, and this is what early cartoons as a kid messed me up, because anytime (laughs) they had a big chicken, you know, a chicken leg, they just bite into it, and it was all meat, and it seemed like the greatest thing ever. Uh, I'm not a big meat, uh, or a meat, I'm not a big chicken 
with bone fan. So like a drumstick or a thigh or like that. Well, if it's fried, I don't mind. I pick it apart. But just eating chicken, I prefer boneless. I really do. But wings, oh, no, see, I, I boneless love wings bone are wing. bullshit. I, I have a whole system. I stick the whole thing in my mouth. I have this little twirly system. Really? I take the whole thing off and just pull the bone right really, out. Really, of the wings. That's how you do it. Do you yeah. prefer the uh, the little drumsticks or the actual wings when you're oh, eating wings? Oh, definitely the drumsticks. Really? Uh, it's weird. I prefer the wings. And the drumsticks a lot of times have a lot of nonsense going on in there. Uh, I think that they fool you because of the size. Uh, I think there's a lot of nonsense. I prefer the Man, wings. What kind of nonsense are you talking about? I'm talking bone and ligament and maybe some feathers. I don't know. No feathers, but you just yeah. get that whole thing in your mouth and do a little no. twirl your teeth and you then get pull that the whole twirl? thing out. Bam, it's you're disgusting. good. disgusting. Disgusting, I tell you. I like the wing, but in this thing, Jerry's rotating chicken wing on the helmet appears to be a drumstick, but yeah. here we go. Rotation for hands-free wing eating. Looking for easy access to dipping sauces? Yeah. That's where the sauce dome comes in. Now he's wearing a baseball yeah, hat. Yeah, this is ridiculous. A baseball hat with sauces on it. I'm good with the taste mask, not this. Yeah. Do you like the napkin shirt? It's too ply. I do like the napkin shirt. I am a slob. He just said it's absorbent. Oh my God! They have this, they have the phone kickstand. They got all this shit. When it comes to adding even more innovations to your favorite game time snack, football is better with Popeyes. Yeah, unfortunately, See, Jer Jerry Rice is a great. I'm telling you, I love him. There is no real reason that there's problems with this. If this was Gronkowski or something, yeah. it's just, poor Jerry doesn't. You know, he wants to make a buck. He, he's I, getting I, a paycheck. I don't understand why people are losing their shit over this goddamn commercial. I'm telling yeah. you, why can't, it's, it's people like this who keep prop propagating the goddamn idea that this is a stereotype we gotta get rid of. You know how we get rid of it? We stop talking about yeah. it. People just like chicken, goddamn. Uh, and here's the thing that BOSIP, which covers black entertainment news, called this bonafide buffoonery and said Jerry just set black people back 437 years, uh, wrote one person in the YouTube's video section. Thanks, Jerry. We're slaves again. What the fuck? I'm this is where if we start talking about uh, it in general about this social justice warrior stuff and all that, these are the things that I get the most mad about of people on, you know, they're going to make their stand on the YouTube video comment section by telling Jerry we're slaves again. No. And if you really, I, if you have a problem, just don't what? eat at Popeye's. I like at the end, Jerry comes out and he has a huge goddamn biscuit. He's holding. I like the biscuit. I, I'm just saying, though, what is it about this? Where, like, are they coming out and telling me that black people are no longer allowed to eat fried chicken I, because I of the stereotype? Is that what it is? And Here's like, some of the I other tweets. Sometime in my life, I'm going to open a fried chicken place, and I don't want to propagate the stereotype. Do I put a sign that says "No blacks out from"? No, don't you go there. There's uh, I, one guy said it's fucking nonsense. Jerry Rice is a spokesman for Popeyes, and they have holding him ha, have him holding giant biscuits and wearing a helmet with a piece of chicken on it. What the fuck, this guy says. Then somebody says, somebody go slap this man, Jerry Rice. And the other thing that gets me mad, it really is starting to uh, upset me because this guy who wrote that doesn't seem to realize who Jerry Rice no, is. Now, no if idea. you if you don't know who Jerry Rice is, maybe it looks even worse. But he is a football player, so he has football-related gear. Now somebody else says, Jerry Rice's whole career is now void, this one what? person says. Uh, I just want to know how much uh, Popeye's paid Jerry Rice. Like, Popeye's is dope, but not a big biscuit and wearing hot wing helmet dope. That guy says. I'm telling you, they go, they go you. on and on. Uh, 
Jerry Rice is undeniably one of the greatest NFL players to ever lace them up, but his post-career decision to put his tap dance shoes for fried chicken money has many scratching their heads. No, no. It's responses like this that left me scratching my head that I had to send you this link because I was I was just outraged at the people talking about it. I swear to God, the one headline I saw was, Coon Clown Dances About. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And again, me? I, I don't think they know who Jerry Rice is. And it just, it's, people are reacting crazy. It the is, biggest problem it makes I me laugh. the commercial is that yeah. he almost dropped the ball. Yeah, he almost dropped the ball. They passed him the ball. But then again, was it because he was too concentrating on that goddamn chicken wing? <laughs> I don't know. So nonsense. Uh, speaking of which, I will tell you though that you I do think the the <laughs> I got to get the sound clip now. Uh, I'll tell you my prediction though, since we're talking about football. I would believe Eric that it will be the Patriots and Falcons in the Super Bowl. That is my oh, prediction. Nice. I would love it to be the Steelers and the Packers, but I do think that it's going to be the Patriots and the Falcons. We'll see. Uh, and then Jerry will be there with his wing helmet. Now, if if there was no backlash, I bet you he may have showed up with this goddamn helmet on and been doing some things. And really, I, I don't. I would have got paid for it. I'm I looking too. at I'm looking at this picture with him on the with the chicken wing on the helmet, the, the drumstick deal. And it does kind of look a little crazy. Oh my god! And I'm telling you, just not even just the still picture. Looks a little nuts, uh, but I, I'm not that upset about. It. But also, uh, this is where you have this. There's another bit of sports stuff that I wasn't going to talk about, but I do want to talk about it anyway. Now, uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame voting came, and Bar- Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens didn't make it again. And it's a whole thing. They're continuing to get kind of you know banned for a while right. because of steroids and uh, you know performance enhancing drugs. And me and you, especially me, a huge baseball fan. And to me, I agree. I don't think that they should be in right now. Now, they will eventually. Everybody knows they will. It's just they're going to have to wait some time for the shit that they did. There is such a backlash against that now that I see on Twitter and on the Internet of people like, this is bullshit. They should be in already and stuff like that. And I just I think that people just who weren't around maybe or were too young to realize just how much of a, a slap in the face that was for baseball became big again when Maguire and Sosa had the whole home run derby, you know, the, yeah, the yeah, home yeah. run race and all that. And then next thing you know, Barry Bonds is hitting seven trillion fucking home runs and it, it made it a joke anyway. And it just, people were so taken aback and it pretty much, you know, all the goodwill that that sport had gotten back with that, that summer with the big Sosa Maguire thing kind of got taken away. And I don't think people realize that or remember it anymore. And now they're just like, oh, look at the numbers. Look at the numbers. Oh, Jim, that little, was almost 20 years ago now. It's just a little rant. I know. Isn't that That's crazy? what I'm saying. It is crazy. I remember. I, I loved it when they so had the race. I was actually even following Todd McFarlane, yeah. you know, the creator of Spawn, yeah. the toy yeah, guy. Yeah, when he got, he he got the Maguire the home run ball. Yep. And, and the minute that all the steroid stuff came out, that thing, he bought it for a million bucks if i remember yeah. and yeah that, that plummeted uh but yeah even then me and my buddy brett because my buddy brett took steroids and uh he was really big and he knew right away he would say and then that's when you would have these injuries where at one point sammy sosa missed a lot of games because he sneezed and threw out his back these people were just <laughs> they had muscles on their muscles eric they couldn't do anything more it was crazy it was like almost in the cartoon when the guy makes a muscle and then that muscle gets a muscle and that oh, muscle yeah. gets a muscle and then Top that muscle the becomes a goddamn train Shit like that, but I, I still, I just people who are online, and even if you're listening, you're like, oh, they should be in. I still think they have to wait there, you know, a little bit. And to me, it also kills the legitimate players of that era that didn't do steroids because their numbers don't 
go up like no. those other guys. So all of a sudden, you have, you know, 35 home runs meant nothing out of nowhere. When I was a kid, a real young kid, that was huge. If you hit 40 home runs in a season, you were a goddamn superstar at that phenom. point. Yeah, you were. And then it just became nonsense that you had fucking, you know, second baseman hitting 40 home runs. Nonsense there. But yeah, we're going to move on to our next bit of news and basically this is something that we wanted to talk about before and it is the Nintendo Switch and this isn't a news story it's just that basically this is the big thing we wanted to talk about for the week and you were very into this Nintendo Switch I and if you don't know up. I've been talking oh, yeah. about it for months waiting yeah. for that January and if people don't know it is Nintendo's and... new console the, the Switch the worst yes. name ever worst name ever I told you right away I was joking about it. I made a... Uh, Wii's kind of a bad name. Yeah, the Wii's bad, but that, I don't know. People Wii really went with it. They name. liked it so much that they kept it with the Wii U, but the Switch was announced, and I have not been... Since we've been doing our comic stuff, I've been kind of out of the gaming game, if you will. Okay, and I've been I do, out of gaming for the yeah. most part for the last 15 years, and you were a huge gamer up until yeah. like three years ago. So yeah, up until we started had, the site. Yeah, you had more of a freaking handle on games. Like I would like play stuff every now and again, but I haven't really dug into the games in a long, yeah, long yeah. time. And I have like right now downstairs we have the Xbox One and the PS4. Uh, my kids play a lot. I kind of watch them. I, even with those, I don't have any games that I have personally bought. I I don't really play like I used to. I used to be obsessed with it. Just yeah, to tell you, I used yeah I used to. Uh, have a vacation week the week any Final Fantasy game used to come out. I had a standing thing at my God old damn. work that they had to know. I would tell them beforehand, but that would be a week of my vacation would be the first week that uh, uh, Final Fantasy, they're my favorite games. And even like, you know, Mass Effect, all this stuff. Up until the PlayStation 3, I was playing tons, and we started our site, and I just don't have the time for it. Uh, but... You told me about the Switch, and you were kind of giving me early details, and I, I kind of pish-poshed it right away. But awesome. I will tell you that I would love to have a Nintendo console that I really loved. I had the GameCube, and I still stand by it. I loved it. I really did. Uh, at that point, I had the GameCube, the 360, and the PS2. And I loved all of them, but I really, really enjoyed playing Nintendo games. You know, there was Zelda something about and a Mario. mini disc that tickled your fancy. Oh yeah, the mini disc. I even got an import disc, and I was playing Beautiful Joe imported before it came <laughs> over. Like <laughs> I was nice. that crazy. And but since then, I didn't. We had actually, I'm lying. We had a Wii, but that was more for the kids. I, I uh, right away, I had kind of gotten sour with it, and yeah. it just so when you said about this, just hearing about the Switch. And what it was all about, it kind of turned me off. Voice. But you, me and you would just fight about it. And yeah, I, I kind of didn't like it because you liked it. And that's how we roll. I, I, I just yell so at you. And really, we're at work and you're like, I can't wait for that switch. And I just go into switch buddies. Oh, I went right in the negative mode, like right away. It's not going <laughs> to sell. They're going to do this. They always blow that and they do. And really, everything was geared up for last week's presentation. It happened on last Thursday. Last and Thursday. Yeah. Yes, and what, the 12th, right? Because you, yep. remember we heard that it was going to be on the 13th, Friday the 13th. You're like, they're not going to do that. They yeah. answer, How did they answer the phones, Eric? <laughs> you mushy, said there's mushy, mushy. We were saying, this is our whole argument at work. You're like, they're not going to have it on Friday the 13th. They say mushy, mushy when they say What the hell are you they're talking about? Ghosts. Ghosts yeah. can't say yeah. things yeah. twice, Jim. Like, mushy, mushy. But yeah, uh, 
we had this whole argument, but then they had the presentation. You came in the next day. I did not watch it. We were actually recording some stuff for the podcast. It was from 11 to 12. Yeah, and I went to bed. That's late. I'm an old man. I know. But it's really late. Yeah. I got up the next day, though, and I looked at certain things, like the price point launch games and even reactions. And to me, most of the people, it was pretty negative. Like, right away, there was a no, lot of negativity about typed it. In- Negative reactions to Nintendo yeah, Switch. I said, why I should hate the Switch. And Eric, <laughs> they were all negative comments. Now, and I'm telling you, you will just go with the whole thing. You came in then, and I said, what did you think? And you were disappointed. You went from, and then from that, days later, have actually. A week later, yeah. I thought I spent that entire week thinking about it, like, where I was, like, going to pick this Nintendo Switch up on launch day because. I've been waiting for an excuse to get back in Nintendo. Yes. I love Nintendo and Super games Nintendo. in general. You have a 360, but you just bought it for the the Arkham say, games. The thing is, I have a 360 uh, mm. just so I can play Injustice and Injustice, DCs, yep. like Gods Among Us. And I bought a 4 gig, not even knowing what the hell a game, you know about yeah, you the memory because I've been out of gaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you, and then you got Arkham City. You, you couldn't load up the fucking. You <laughs> I know, had to the, start deleting shit so I yeah. get the DLC. Yeah, the DLC you couldn't load up. But yeah, so this was really, the Switch was your big, you know, entrance back in. Your, yeah, you were returning. Kid growing up, I wanted to be back. I needed a reason to the be back. The prodigal son returns, Eric. The prodigal son was going to return exactly. to the gaming. And after a week now, you said the other day you came in to work and you basically just came in like fucking Charlie Brown, sad sack, and said, yeah, I'm not going to get it when it launches. I'm not even going to pre-order it or anything. I'm going to nope. wait until at least Christmas. And you even said, Jess, your girlfriend, uh, tried to fight you about that. Like, no, no. Almost like she now was only, to me, only going off your past enthusiasm hype, leading yeah. up to that and your hype. And she wanted it. And you're like, no, no, no. Uh, but, yeah, it, it I, came I out. All the info down, came out. I'm explain the situation to her. Yes. There's no reason to buy a $300 system for Legend of Zelda. No. And that's the problem is they did. Did have the presentation, which you thought was nonsense. That it oh, really it was. Terrible. I watched it tonight. It was uh, to me. It was boring. That's what yeah. it was. It was very. It was very boring. But in the presentation, the release date will be March third, uh, two thousand seventeen. Obviously, uh, the price is two ninety nine. $299 right there. We had talked about this price point over and over, and there was at one point some crazy place was claiming that it was going to be $199. And yeah, I said I to you, and, and that is so low. I told you that it had to be at least $299 because of just the tech with the, the pad and all that. But yeah, I thought you were telling me $400 back no, then. No, well, I, most, most people were saying $249. And even then, I everybody went from, and I told you, I read that when they announced 299, immediately Nintendo's stock went down because most experts thought 249. I don't know. I still think that if they wanted to come out of the gate and really kick ass, like they have to. I, I don't care if you are a Nintendo fan. Nintendo has been fu- it, they've been struggling. They had the Wii, which was a fucking huge success. But the problem was it wasn't a huge success with gamers. And and really, the big thing about the Wii that I read that was one of the biggest things that in my face when I saw it, like holy crap, is the game to system ratio was nil. Like you had you have the you know the PS4 now, and that might be eight games per system that people buy. You know, this right. is a whole thing. That was like two. And most people I knew were older people that hadn't had any games and played Wii Sports, which was or a pack-in. And, and, yeah, maybe Wii Fit. They had to get that board and crazy shit. Oh, my shit. parents had it. Oh, I had it. 
I had, I'm telling you, I had big dreams that at one point I was going to use the Wii Fit and record myself and actually have a YouTube show about me losing weight with the Wii Fit because I thought it was so much nonsense. Now, in the meantime, I'd do my video and then I'd head to the gym for three hours, Eric, and fucking fake the funk is what I would have done. That was the plan. Yeah, but I couldn't keep up with it anyway, so and look at me. You, you can tell. Oh, but yeah, the, the price point is too high to me. It's it. You can get a PS4 or a Xbox One now for the same. And this technology of what we've seen so far is not anything better. And that's this is where I think Nintendo doesn't realize where a gamer they want. They don't want gimmicks. They don't want. I'm, I'm telling you, and I still think that this pad, you know, that you can actually take it on the go, is more of a gimmick than an actual selling point for me. And I want graphics, I want new games, I want that sort of thing. And Nintendo, the way they keep pulling these things, they're always the same as what, if I can explain it. They come out later, but the graphics are only as good as the past deal. So these graphics are not better than the PS4 that's been out for years, or the Xbox One. And it just, I have an Xbox One and a PS4, I better get some kick-ass games right away that are Nintendo first-party games. Exactly. That's because that's why you're buying this is that price yeah. point, but that's the only reason I want. I'm telling you, yes. they, they brought out the whole third-party bit. I don't give a fuck about third-party because all I want to do is play Nintendo it's games. It's weird, Nintendo though. It's because I grew up they are definitely trying to get you know younger guys who, uh, who don't know. And, and yeah. now you also have the thing, though, where I say this, but that Nintendo Classic, the, the classic deal that they came out with, you, you still can't find it anywhere because people are desperate for the old games. I don't even care if you had a disc for this at launch that had all the games that were on that classic deal. Now, some yeah. people might – I think that would have been something. You'd be like, oh, shit, I'll get that. But they, they didn't because the launch games are 1-2-Switch. Which to me sounds a lot like it would be. That's a party game. Yeah, it would just be a party game, almost like it. Not that it's like uh, Wii Sports, but it's the same kind of you know concept. Get everybody involved, teach them how to use the thing. People, you know, catch on with that. Then you have Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, the biggest game of the launch. The problem with me is that I would sooner like a Mario game than a Zelda game uh, only because my kids, if I'm going to buy it, my kids are involved. I have five kids, unfortunately. But Zelda, a game like Zelda is not something that they're going to play together. That is a single, you you know, not even just a, because you can even tell, what's that? When Nintendo first came out and like Zelda originally came out, we used to sit around and watch people play that game because of how revolutionary it was at yeah, the yeah. time. And, yeah. But that doesn't work anymore. Kids are and, not and, just going to sit there and, and watch yeah. the whole And I'm not even play. saying that just because it's single player. You could have a single player Mario that still gets passed around when somebody dies. They oh, do yeah. this, do that. Uh, I just I wonder why they, they have put that, what was it, Mario Odyssey? That's going to be coming yeah. out around Christmas time. I don't know. They really, why? They why? should have held off the launch of the system yeah. until Christmas if that's the plan yeah, because this, you need this, to come out with that kind of game for this. This is one of the work. worst launch lineups I've ever seen because then you also have Skylanders Imaginators. Now you have Skylanders that to me, you know, 2013 called Eric. They want their I, Skylanders I'm you, back. I haven't heard anything about Skylanders. No. I'm not a guy who's a no. I don't know what the kids I, no, like anymore. I'm telling you, I, I know what my kids like. I was brother like five yeah. years ago. No, when Skylanders came out it hit hard and my kids loved it i played with them it was great and i just think that time is coming gone uh you have just dance 2017 
again, uh, there might be Just Dance fans out there. I'm not one of them. And I, it's not, I, I used to play when I used to go to parties at my friend's yeah. house. We used to yeah. play Let's it's Dance. It's a party but game. Uh, it, the thing is, though, the, these are not system sellers. No. You have Super Bomberman R. I've never been a Bomberman fan again. There are Some Bomberman might fans be, out there. I'm not one of them, but you know, maybe somebody will get excited for that. Yeah, but here's the thing. That is such a niche title. Why not have – I mean, I could come out you, – you get rid of Bomberman and have like a, a – I don't know, Skyfly. I, I don't know. I don't know, Eric. It's just something different. Something you, – you don't have to have a, a an A title. But have, you know, you, Nintendo has plenty of B titles. And you know what I mean? Why not have, where's. Like a Kid Icarus game? Yeah, why not Kid Icarus, Eric? Even like a Smash Brothers. Like, I know that these games take time to make, but this is a system launch. Why not just go full out? I, the Wii U did not sell at all. No. Nobody bought it. Come out with this and fucking hit with like I'm telling you eight classic games. Have a freaking Metroid game. Get just get everybody. Get you know Konami to make a Castlevania. Just do everything. I'm Go you, full if, out. If Konami came out and made an exclusive Castlevania game for the Switch, yeah. And Capcom came out and made an exclusive like classic Mega Man or Mega Man X. For yeah, the Switch, Mega Man and, and go on, go on. Uh, have a, a new Contra that is like a you oh, know be uh, just do shit like that. Get everything and just sit there in your board meeting and say okay. Okay, let's name everybody. We're going to make a top five list of our favorite games that our company has made ever. Let's do this. Get them all. Get freaking, and we're going to have five that hit so hard that everybody's going to have a game that they're like, holy shit, I'm buying the system and five games. But that, then it continues because today it seemed they were announced uh, NBA 2K18. You're not going to sell anything with that because that's also available on yep. the, you know, the one and the, the PS4. My, Rafe loves it. That's his favorite game of all time, the 2K NBA games. He's, He's not going to want to get a Switch. He's already got 17. He'll get 18 then. And even if you tell me, whoa, Jim, but this 2K18, I don't know if this is the fact, but this 2K18 will be coming out three months. He will not care. He'll just wait. And uh, Even if you the, tell him he could do it on the go, a kid takes this on the go, he's breaking no. it. Yeah, he's breaking it. I would not allow. That's the other thing. You have the go option there where you get it. They, they have announced that the pad has a two to six hour life. Uh, battery life to me when you announce that always go with the lower number because that's oh, yeah, where it's, it's going to be uh, so two hours it's fine i i guess if you're going to war i to me i was never a huge portable gamer even when i had and that's where uh, nintendo has killed but even when i had my game boy advance which i loved uh oh, yeah, me too. I, I don't think i ever had it leave the house more than once i would just really? sit in my room and play it that was where I play most of the stuff anyway. No, the one time I had uh, Circle of the Moon, it was, right? The Castlevania. Yeah, I yeah, I'd go out to play that. I couldn't even see the screen. It was so goddamn yeah, dark when I problem. played that, that later. Yeah, that game was as dark as hell. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I would play in the house. But uh, the other last one that was announced today was The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus. Uh, I know that you have never heard of it. That's a game nope. that my kids love. Uh, I had told you that's the game where you have the kid who had an awful childhood and he's like you're playing through levels that are like abortions they i make it seem a lot it is dark but it is like a a top-down platformer game with tons of power it's a lot of fun uh my son ethan would actually of all these the craziest thing that would be a system seller to him 
he would probably want to get it for that. Uh, so that's pretty big, actually, for the, you know, maybe younger kids. But it's funny when they came out with it, uh, the announcement, the publisher of the game, they had their website and they released this statement. It means that there is more than just the Legend of Zelda Breath of Wild on launch. <laughs> he put them all on blast, Eric. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's the launch, the launch lineup, and there's nothing. Yes, I, I at points love Zelda. It's not my favorite Nintendo franchise, and it would not make me buy the system just to play Zelda, like I'm you sorry, said. It, you it said got the jazz. Me to the point where I was on the verge of like, I'm going to pre-order, I'm going to do it, yeah. but I expected more on launch day. Yeah. Not this launch window bullshit where it's three to six guys. Now, right launch. now, if they had announced Mario Odyssey to be March third. The day it comes out, would you probably still would have gotten it then, wouldn't you? I would have just gotten that one I have game. Two games then, two yep. amazing looking games. That's that what really you would need. To. I think that in my mind, you need at least two games, and so you're going to wait. These games will probably go down. Now, the other thing, during that presentation, I know that you're you said already you don't need the third party stuff. Nope. Uh, you just want the. Uh, the first party games, which you're not getting a lot of. That's the problem. No. Uh, but the other thing that I saw is that, uh, Skyrim, that was a big one. And the big pull of that is you play Skyrim on the go. That, yep. that is a huge thing for people who love Skyrim. But then they announced the price and it looks like Skyrim's going to cost $60. That's six years old. That's yeah. too much. That's too much. You can't charge $60 for that of a game that most people who are Skyrim fans may already have it on two systems even. You know, that's how crazy it is. Uh, I have it on the PS4 and the PS3. So I have it on two systems already. I'm, I wouldn't buy that again no. for $60. Whether you could be on the go or not. Uh, there's also the thing about this, uh, we said, a lot of the, the details are sketchy or they haven't come out, but the accessories for it just look like they're gonna be a they lot, they're so gonna be pricey. The yeah, they're gonna be pricey. The game uh, controller is $79. $79. That's nonsense. I just, I don't, I don't think they get it. And I keep thinking they're going to get it because if they don't, shit's going to go wrong. I told you I am still at the point where I wish that they would go third party and just produce their games for other systems and then fucking sell trillions of Mario's because it's on every other system. I'm uh, telling they're you, crazy. I, when they first were talking about this, when it was still called the Nintendo NX, they should have realized at that point that they needed a big win with this, especially for their launch. And yeah. at the same time while they were working on this, we also had the Pokemon Sun and Moon like being worked yeah, on. Yep. You make a goddamn Pokemon for this console. And just go Pokemon go, go. Because it's made for it. Make something that you can connect to Pokemon Go. I know that that kind of burned out a little. It's still huge. And that Mario Runner. Have things right off the bat that people are playing these can do something on the system. Now, I do think that eventually it will happen. Uh, again, th- we're not a video game podcast uh, of any stretch. So some of these things, people who are more in the know might be like, oh, yes, hold they announce this or that or whatever i hope they have uh all i need for accessories though i need to have the controller that's a tennis racket eric that, that i had with the wii <laughs> i told you we, we went we had the wii and then tanya came up and she's like look what i got at the dollar store i'm like oh here we go and it was all like uh, a putting a fucking you know a putter that you'd shove the wii mode in they were the worst the tennis racket was funny because i the thing flew out oh i almost ruined my tv with that thing that was also that was so much fun during when the wii first hit and you'd have all those videos oh, of I people ruining all the time it was great when you'd see the videos though of people ruining oh, yeah. their tvs i left the, the last thing that I wanted to say about uh, this switch is that the online 
deal. That's another thing that Nintendo has always been behind, you know, behind the, the fucking times. And they had those friend codes. And I know that, uh, the Wii had the friend codes and stuff like that. It was such nonsense. But I know that they're being, they're very protective. They don't want to have an Xbox Live where I go on. The other day, I got in a trash talking fight with some guy who was playing Rafe in NBA 2K. Uh, me and him are fucking going on and on with each other. The guy was calling me the N word and oh, craziness. Uh, Nintendo does not want to have that, so they're really gonna they they really to try either. to get they really try to get away from that. But they are going to have a paid online subscription like the P like PS Plus and Xbox yeah. uh, Live Gold. And the problem is though is when you sign up and you do get PS Plus and the Gold, you get games each month you get new games in fact yesterday rafe forgot that he hadn't he hadn't checked the xbox games he was all excited and he went and like rayman origins i believe was this month and it's a good multiplayer game he's like yeah, it's a decent it. game. and i think it was a, a 360 but it's backwards compatible so we downloaded that and he's going to play it uh and we get it as long as we have gold we have that game same with the ps plus uh Nintendo's doing this thing where each month you're going to get what appears to be one game out of the virtual console selection, and you only get it for that month. After that month, that it's so gone. Crazy. It's gone. And we already had said that for the most part, by now, all these virtual console games you probably will have. There's I'm a good you, chance that a lot of people will have these. old games on the Wii. Yeah. They've bought them on the Wii U. They've bought them a hundred different goddamn ways. If you want to get people excited about your online had there be a way to transfer your old freaking yeah. uh, virtual console? Yeah, and account maybe onto they this. will do that at some point. But really, I think that I, from the Wii, I think I have at least fifteen virtual console games. When that came out, I really went hard and heavy with the old NES games. Yeah. I got Punch Out. I got all tons of shit. Almost all the Zeldas that were available at that time. And then they even came out with some stuff that was uh was never available in the US on like the the uh N64 and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I I got a bunch of stuff. And I don't ever have the Wii set up, so I don't even remember my whole uh you know, my whole online deal and my yeah, I don't even I don't access it. But yeah, if I got the Switch and then all of a sudden I see Punch Out available for a free thing, I'd be pissed off because I already bought it and then at the end of the month you have to buy it or it disappears. That's nonsense. Go with what everybody's doing. I'm telling you, you give out a punch out at the end of the month, you are not going to lose out on money because people are – it's just nonsense. It, it really is. I, I don't know. I don't think I'll ever get a Switch. I really don't. I'm waiting for Nintendo to say, listen, we're going to come out with a console. Actually, it's the it, what I want is the goddamn uh, – the uh, virtual or whatever, what is it? The, uh, the Nintendo. NES classics. Yeah, the classic. I, I was going to say the legacy, but yeah, that's what I want because all I want is a system with a goddamn controller, and I want to play some kick-ass games. You know, give me like you said. I don't even like Smash Brothers. People love it. I like Mario Kart. Give me, you know, Star Fox. Give me all these games. Give me. Uh, don't give me Star Fox Adventures, Eric. I'm the only <laughs> one who liked. I'm the only one who liked that game. I'm the only one who likes Star Fox Adventures for the uh, the GameCube. I actually That's looked at terrible. my GameCube stuff the other day and just sat there. But I I have a I think that my AV cord I I lost that, so I got to get a new one because I love that system. I I got that launch day. I'm and telling loved you, I it. I have a Nintendo. I have a Super Nintendo and N64, and that's where my stuff stops. Yeah. Back when GameCube came out, so last time I re like I have a Wii now too, but I just bought that a couple months ago to like uh, cuz a friend needed to get rid of some stuff and needed to sell some shit off so I bought yeah. it but uh I ended up going in like a three-way split 
with the GameCube when it first came out, and it became like buying Radioactive Man number one, where I put money in towards this. It was rarely at my house, and I rarely played yeah, it, but I yeah. take it when uh, Resident Evil, the remake for one, came out, and I freaking had that at my house for like a month. I just played that game all the time. Do you ever, I asked you, do you ever play Eternal Darkness? No. The, the GameCube game? God, I love that game. I I really like that game. I I got I'm gonna open up that GameCube again. I'm gonna. Play oh, it. I, I played. A I actually lot have of Rogue three GameCubes. So. I have the purple one. I have a silver one, and then I have a Zelda no, one. No, I was saying Rogue One. It's Rogue Squadron. I'm an idiot. Yeah, right. I I'm telling you, I said Sky Fox earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't remember shit. But yeah, uh, at some point, I think if we continue doing this pop culture thing, maybe we will go back and talk about different systems and stuff. Not just Nintendo, but, you know, video games in general. Because I, I love video games, and it is something. It'll give me an excuse to have to play games again. Because right now it's comics, and then when I don't do comics, I actually get upset with myself. Like, I'm not doing my homework. Oh, yeah. It's freaking ridiculous. But... uh that's about it. But basically, the the moral of the story is uh, you aren't getting the switch at the launch. The moral uh, of the launch. story is I was really excited for 2017 because I wanted to see what now, the, uh, the switch would bring me. Now I'm really excited for 2018 so I can see what the switch will bring me. Yeah, yeah, really, because that's what I, I I'd play the waiting game now and wait until. And really, this is like uh, one of those things where it's the opposite of comics, where you say, "Listen, I'll give." a series, three issues. If it doesn't wow me, I get rid of it. I think yeah. that you should just wait until a certain amount of games come out that you really want and then uh, get it. If you think I'm it's two, you. if it's three, four, whatever. The big three that I'm really looking forward to now that I want to play are uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Splatoon yep. 2, and Mario Odyssey. Yeah, so basically by Christmas because those games should all be out by Christmas then exactly. so you can get it at Christmas. Uh, but yeah, this is the plan. problem. Nintendo doesn't want people to sit there and think of how many games because as I'm thinking, I know myself, if I say, oh, I want three games, it's going to tend to go longer than that because once you don't have it, now I'm not really needing yeah. it, and now I have other things, and I'm doing I'm this. You know you, what freaking, I mean? Uh, over the Christmas week, uh, the pre- the people that are making the Friday the Thirteenth game, they yeah. put out an open beta for everybody, and I was watching a lot of YouTube videos. And now watching those, I'm even going back and rewatch them because there's yeah. no new beta. And that's out not going to be on the Switch. And exactly. Yeah. Right now, I know it's going to be on PS4, PC, or Xbox One, yeah, yeah. and I really want to play this game yeah. and have a good time with it. I might just go and get an Xbox One or a PS4. Yeah, well, the the people that we talk to, the Get Fresh crew, do, do, they mm-hmm. uh, when they announced the official release date and things like that of Injustice 2, I forget who it was in the Get Fresh crew, do, do, said right away, I don't see a Switch part there. You had the game sitting there and the systems, and the, I don't see the Switch list, and now it may be later, uh, but again, you can't have later. Exactly. You don't want yes. later. Yeah. That's the problem with everything else that Nintendo's been doing over the past 15 years. Yeah. It's later. Yep. And I give that, I'm going to give that presentation a 2 out of 10 An FU5. Miyamoto. Thumbs down. Thumbs up. I, I, I love the guy. I always got to, the guy is made to make you smile. You know what I mean? Oh, and I, I wasn't smiling. I was pissed. I'm like, enough of these games. Oh, I want him to come out like what that when year Reggie's when he's coming. When Reggie's yeah. coming out asking Miyamoto, hey, do you know when this is coming out? And he's like, oh, I don't he know. He just like, shrugs. They yeah. did this two, two or three yep. times. Like, would you stop toying with me, Reggie, and tell me when this is coming out? Where's my Miyamoto dressed up as Link coming out, Eric? <laughs> Swinging swords. Oh, goodness. But uh, the last bit of uh, 
news or story as just something quick to lead to our final bit, which is a top five list. And uh, this week it was confirmed that the Disney Pixar universe is a connected universe. And this has been something that has been, oh, yeah, you know, people speculating about bandied this about. There's actually a guy, I think he's a movie critic that's on t- uh, the Internet, that he has a page just devoted to this. And, yeah, there's a lot of Easter eggs. There's a lot of stuff. Uh and uh, so they said that. So I just said we're not going to really go into that. You love connected universes, though, right? Oh, that that is it. one of your I, biggest. I love things. continuity, and if you give yeah. it to me, I'm the happiest kid in the That's universe. Why you're a big Kevin Smith fan? Connected universe, right? exactly. Boom. But uh, I figured we'd end with a top five list, top five Pixar films. I'm going to go first, Eric. Number five, Bugs Life. I'm sure oh. that is not on a lot of people's list. No. I love it. I love it. I really, really like it. It's like Seven Samurai with bugs, Eric. That's all I need. That's all I need, baby. Number four, Monsters Incorporated, which I really love as well. And you'll I see. I love that. I saw it now, in the theater. I had a great yeah, time. A lot of these, like, I don't know that a lot of people would put that. Now, I'll I'll talk later if you put one movie on. I'll, I'll yell at you. Number three, Toy Story. Number two, The Incredibles. And number one, Toy Story 2. Uh, I was going to put uh, Doc Hollywood. Uh, I mean, Cars. <laughs> <laughs> and then cars today I mean, no, we were in the theater nobody understands that doc hollywood yeah we were reference. in the we were in the theater watching cars doc hollywood i tell we we've mentioned it before probably on the podcast but you know especially that my wife tanya her favorite movie is top gun yeah i don't know that that's really the case we i have to ask her because i think she's seen doc hollywood even more she loves that movie. movie and when we saw cars there's two things two times when my wife had yelled out in the theater something and it was always embarrassing and the one was car starts at the worst time she can yell out she yells all this is is doc hollywood and everybody looked at her but the worst was when we went to see crouching tiger hidden dragon and right at a point where there was silence she's yelling what is this the chinese matrix oh jesus i'm like are you kidding me i was so embarrassed she hated it. that was subtitled eric she was pissed I'm already. Saying, I, i've still never seen it just because how bad my vision yeah, is it's such a good movie i, I know that's what people tell I me maybe there's it. a death out there i, can yeah, watch. I, I just it. can't deal with subtitles yeah. because i can't can't read them fast enough. What is your top five? My top five. Number five, Up. Okay. Number four, that almost made mine. Number four, Monsters, Inc. We're tied yes. in for our number four. Number three, Inside Out. Ooh, you know what? I actually forgot about that. I did like that. Forget about Inside it, Out. It, was a I'm tell, it, hasn't, it hasn't sunk in enough for me yet for to make the top five Are you tell me brave didn't make your and, top five no brave didn't and uh i'll tell you inside out that kind of made me cry a lot that movie oh, yeah. i got really sad i got really sad and up too i'm the telling you is, when, all the for the most part i think every one of these movies made these me cry are for the feels that's what pixar does they make yeah. me cry yeah they do they they give you dreams and nightmares there they, they allow me to understand that i am not a completely dead yeah, inside actually monster. i'm like holy shit i'm not a psychopath like they said Go on. Number two, The Incredibles. That's a good pick. And number one, and we're tied there as well at The Incredibles. Choice. Number okay. one, with a bullet, Wally. Well, I don't like Wally. I just I know, don't and like I think it. You're the only person in the world that doesn't like Wally. Did I not love like Wally. it. I no way would that get again. my top pick. A Toy Story Two is to me pretty much one of the most perfect movies ever. I love that movie. I could That's watch that movie is, all the time. I actually had a problem with making this list because. 
I wound up not having any Toy Stories on my list, yeah. and that did bother me. But no, the I would first rather Toy watch Story, all of these movies before I watch yeah. any of the Toy Stories. The first Toy Story movie blew my mind. And again, I watched it with my oldest son, too, most of these. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of in there, too. But, boy, Toy Story 2, I love Toy Story. Just the, That blew my mind. It made me cry, too. They all made me cry. They except all made me cry. I didn't, make, I didn't cry during The Incredibles. Uh, it's weird. I'll tell you, when I first saw The Incredibles probably wouldn't have even made my top five after the first time i saw it i actually even at that point i'm like boy that's like an animated watchman and i really and that was before i was i had read watchman was probably the only thing in comics that i had ever read at that point and i still it was like uh and like you said cars i enjoyed I really had a good time watching it, but it is stuck Hollywood, and it's not great compared to the others. But yeah, Wally, I don't know. I like Up so much more than that. Wally, I just didn't like it. I, I just didn't. You love that whole, like, when consumerism and shit like that gets parodied and, and satired. You're, you're Are you a big just talking one about that. the stuff? Like, the stuff. Or even like all your Living Larry Dead Kelly's movies and shit like that. Stuff. Like, all these things are like that that you love. But yeah, the stuff. It, it, because I don't like the stuff, maybe I didn't like Wally. That's the only connection there. I don't know. I was kind of bored watching that. I just didn't like it. Uh, but that is it, Eric. That is the podcast. Yeah, I thought that about is, Brave. I'm like, this is not what the trailer yeah. made me think it was. And, and it's weird. Brave really tried hard to be that type of movie, and it just didn't hit for me. Uh, the other one, where I was going to say. What the fuck? This wasn't in the you, trailer. You pretentious pricks out there will put Ratatouille number one. I'll slap you on. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> it's not number one. I'm telling you, that's the I one just, that you pull just, out and pick to, to to make yourself special. I just finally watched that movie last year for the first it's time. It's not great. Uh, it's okay. It's it, right. Yeah, that's the first time I heard Patton Oswalt's name. I remember when that that came out, and they were like, "Oh, comedian!" Like, I'd never heard of that guy. And then I saw him. Like, he's a short little fella. That guy. He's a pudgy little short guy like me. And yeah, I still didn't like it. That's all I keep thinking about. I keep picturing oh, you when you talk you about son this. son of a bitch. I don't look like Patton Oswalt. <laughs> asshole. But yeah, that is the first episode of The Lost Boys, Eric. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I told you that you had to promise me that this podcast was only going to be 45 minutes. And I believe you lied to me, Eric. You didn't stop us. We were on a roll. I'm so sorry. We, we can't do anything. Just It's always going to be long. It's always going to be longer go home. It's like a hot dog in a hallway, as my 10-year-old yelled the other day when my wife and me were arguing. Teaching these kids. I, I wasn't teaching them. I don't know what happened. We were arguing. Me and my wife were arguing. She said something about me being fast, and then they all laughed like, oh, that's what mommy said. And I said, yeah, not for six months. And then freaking Logan is in the other room. Hot dog in a hallway, he's yelling. I'm like, what are you yelling? And then he goes, you know it's true. He said that again today. Whoa. He goes, you know it's true. But yeah, that is it, Eric. Congratulations. No, Congratulations, another podcast. We, we may never do another one, but we'll see. We'll see how the reaction is. Let us know. Uh, you know, especially get fresh. Coo- do- do. Do- do. Let us know what you think, what we did wrong, right, whatever, and uh, then we'll talk about doing it regularly. Maybe once a week. Maybe once a month. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Actually, I'm saying all this because I have no idea how we're going to end this. You well, always come I- up with a catchphrase, Eric. Did you come up with one? Oh, I got one, man. Oh, did you? Okay, well, let's hear it. This is the end, so let's go. Never grow old. Never, never die. Never grow old. Never die. You just have to feed. You just feed have your to need feed. for pop culture. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat that, but yes. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. We're fighters for truth, justice, and the American way. Right.